And now, enjoy this free Jason Modcast show. I'm right here. Gotta shoot straight. I'm right here. Gotta shoot straight. I'm right here, but you've got to shoot straight. And welcome to Shooting Straight. I am your co-host, David Gay Montoya. And I'm Randolph Lothburn. All right, kids. Welcome back to our one-month show. Uh, we don't have anything planned out. We were talking. Randy was talking about doing uh, kind of a funny, upbeat story. Well, it, it's kind of traumatic, but it's funny at the same time. And I was like, ooh, I don't know. I, I was saying like much of it. Ooh, yeah, sir. Sorry, um, it's just the way I said it, and um, we're we're both in a good mood. And I, I have to say, Ran is is medicated. He's, yeah, he's medicated, so he might be a little bit. He might sound different, a little bit different, and that's why is because he's on his medication. Um, we're recording later in the evening than what we usually do, but to, as we're recording this, even though it won't be until next week that you hear this. Uh, it's it's Labor Day, so yeah, it's Labor Day. So we're just we're we've kind of just had a kickback day, and we just had some burgers, and and uh, now we're gonna be casting the pods, as it says. Yep, casting the pods. So I'm I'm catching a trend here that I I do with you every episode, and I I didn't really realize this until I was editing the last show, episode three, and we usually start the episode. The same way every time. And we I, do. Yes, we do. We uh, And I, I ask you, how are you doing? So let's go ahead and start the show as we're all well, two minutes in. Not too bad. But how are you? How are you I'm doing? good today. I'm uh, medicated. <laughs> For you out there that know me, you might know. Uh, but uh, I'm doing good. I had a crazy day the other day. I watched this movie the other day called Stray. And it was about a dog, and then at the end it passed away. So it kind of made me a little sad, but happy because it was a really good movie. Who was talking about that? Somebody was just talking about that recently? Yeah, I think it was Mom. She's the one who told me, and then Deanie convinced me to watch it, so I watched it. And it's based on a true story? Yeah, about this dog. I don't want to ruin it for you guys, but it's good. Okay. Um, I probably won't have time. I'm... Fingers crossed. I'm hoping that I can get to the gym tonight. That's that's my goal tonight. I just feel like everything's finally starting to set in place as far as the Jaisal Modcast Network. And like right now, the only thing for this week that I'm waiting for is the new guy to give me Flashback Fridays. But other than that, the Flashback en- Fridays. The entire week is set. There's not a damn thing I need to do. It's set. That's so rad. So that I can, you know, because, and you know it, uh, and I've been, you know, I've been perky in all my shows and upbeat, and you know, but we're shooting straight. That's what this is all about. We're shooting straight. Right. And you know it as much as I know it because you're here, is I've been really stressed out. I've been working really hard to make this quality yeah. and to circulate it. 
And now as we're finally going into the fourth week of production, it seems like it's starting to go into autopilot and I can finally take a deep breath. That's good. I'm glad. We've had a lot of stuff happen this week, next week. Uh, but besides that, we're not doing too much. Uh, let's see. What do I got going on? Um, let's see. Oh, well, other than you editing the book, and let's see. What am I working on? I'm working on... I just wrote another piece for the world of myth, which um, if if you, anybody because we we really we don't set and, and promote anything outside any business or anything like that we're just you know personal talk and stuff but um, you can you know Randy's a poet he's a great poet and you can see a lot of his work right now you can go to the world of myth which is theworldofmyth.com. And you can go to contributors, click on Randolph R. Lofgren, and you can look at what he's contributed so far. But other than that, he also puts out a poem once a month. Yeah. So that's just kind of fluffing you a little I, bit. I know. I haven't wrote no poems. I haven't just felt like it. I, I, I put one out, though, last week. I did one. I thought it was pretty good. I can't remember it right now, but I was going to show it to you, but... I'm lost without my poem book. It's in Lone Park with my cousin. I left my backpack with the important stuff that I keep close by me. And so uh, I'm like lost without my backpack. I'm like a woman without a purse. You know what I mean? (laughs) That backpack has all my personal stuff in it. And I'm like, when are you coming to visit? You know, I'm busy. I got all this stuff. You didn't help me enough. I was like, you butthead. (laughs) Like I did anything but vacation out there. I was going to say, you need to tell the story. You need to. Because the the listeners don't know. Oh, uh, I I had left uh, about three weeks ago, four weeks. Would it be four weeks now? Yeah, yeah four it's weeks. been about four weeks. I went on vacation. I was with my cousin in Lone Park. Uh, we had a good time in California. In California, Lone Park, California. It's up north, about two hours away, kind of southeast, southwest. I don't know. And you were out there for, what, a good three weeks, right? Two weeks. Two weeks? Yeah, just two weeks. And you had left all your stuff out there. I don't, Not just all my stuff. I just my backpack. I got my other stuff, all my clothes and stuff. But everything else is, is there. My poem book, my my pen with writing. You know how people, like you artists, have special pens that you use? Right. And, and a certain book, and it's got all the poems in it. Helps me to read the couple of poems maybe before where I, I last left off to see where my mind is and where I, I'm going or what, what I want to do next. Or if it should go happy, sad, in between emotional, dramatic, you know, it, it just be, it depends on what I've read. And I, I don't have the rest to read. I even read, you know, from a year ago sometimes just to see how I was thinking and where I'm at now. Oh, absolutely. I, I get that. Because it tells a story. Uh, my friend once, I have another poem book that I, I got to get. It's in my storage for my brother. It would really help me with my book if I had it. It would probably be done to be a child and be honest. This one's huge. And uh, I've had someone read it once, and they told me my life from reading my poems. Really? Yeah, basically told me my life story. And I was, like, so amazed by how intuitive they were about reading my poems and, and who I am. And, 
And, and it kind of goes like that. If you take the chance to read all my poems, you'll get a more intimate look at who I am because I put myself into them. Well, right now the listener is getting an intimate look at who you are because you are a different person when you're medicated to when the last three episodes you hadn't been medicated. Right. And it, there is a, a very big difference between that person. Calming or assertive? What, what you're is it? hyper. You're very hyper. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why you see me like turning the knobs down <laughs> is when you're talking – like you can see my barometer right here. Yeah. When you start talking, it jumps to the red. <laughs> so I have to, uh, you know, adjust. Is that good or? What? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're happy. That, that that's what we, you know, that's what we all want. Yeah, and I haven't I haven't drink a beer. That doesn't mean medicated by drinking a beer. Oh no, no 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 no. You know, I I haven't drank. I figured I wouldn't. You know, I didn't really feel like the need. I was happy this morning when I woke up. You've been struggling with that a lot this week, well, yeah, this past but, week, and and I know because I know I don't need it. I know I'm a strong enough person, and I don't need it. Mm-hmm. And I just numb myself. But certain times in certain situations, it just it's just easier to just numb it. Because if not, I start thinking about it. I end up talking too much shit. Excuse my language. Yeah. <laughs> I, can, I got in trouble this week for talking shit to the stepmom. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, so I try not to talk shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's not like I'm talking bad about someone. I just tell everything that I'm feeling right then and there. Right. The the filter's gone. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's something that I've noticed. This actually, it's been more than the last week. It's been like the last two weeks. I've noticed the progression, and I know you've been trying to hide it, but I've noticed. And, you know, it, it's one of those demons that you have to fight. I can I can root you on. I can cheer you on. I can do what I can do. But when it comes down to it, it's it's your party, bro. Yeah. You know, and that's all I can do is I can help. Yeah. But I can't. I can't pull the trigger on it. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, for sure. So, that's for funny. sure. <laughs> you like that? I do. So, go ahead. Um we're ten minutes in, and so let's let's go ahead and hear a story. And we're we're not we're not gonna go into any type of emotional because number one, he's medicated, so that wouldn't work. I mean, you would get an emotional response, but it just wouldn't be like you know if you weren't. No, medicated. it wouldn't be the same. So we're gonna. This is gonna. In fact, that's what we're gonna name this episode. Is it's gonna be the Happy Show. The Happy Show, huh? So. <laughs> so go ahead and give us. You want me to tell me about one story? Or? Yeah, but pace it, okay? Uh, basic. Pace it. Pace it. All yeah. right. He has a tendency to, uh, when he tells a story, he gets excited and he starts talking really fast, and you're like trying to keep up, but he's talking really fast, and then he goes this, and then, it, and you're like, okay, that's what I mean by pacing. He has to. So again, I was with a cousin up north. You and humble. Your he has lots of cousins. I do. You'll hey, figure this out. Rodney and uh, I've been up there for quite a few months in uh, doing the things you do in Humboldt. If you know where Humboldt, California is. What is the things you do in Humboldt? Oh, yeah. You got to put it out there. Yeah. Uh, you smoke weed and you grow weed and you learn Cultivate. all the different business about it. And now multimillionaires in, in, up in Humboldt was where it started. You know? Right. Yeah, I mean, for me, anytime I I see or think of Humboldt, I think weed. 
Oh, yeah. A lot of weed. Like, the majority of weed, California weed, yeah. is from Humboldt. For sure. And uh, so I've been up there eating off the land. I, I lost a lot of weight. My hair grew long. My beard was super long. Uh, we went on many hikes. I got chased by bears. <laughs> uh, and I know I, that this is a story just getting to tell you about where I was. No, I'll keep going. You're doing but beautiful. The, this is like no shit at all. Dude. People are going to be like, okay, it's just because he's medicated right now. Now we know what he's medicated on or something like that. But that isn't the fact. This is a true story. Right. It's not fiction, you know. It uh, was up there and we decided that when we get to this property, the friend that owns, it's over 65 miles through the woods to get to where this house is, to where we're staying on this property. Wow. And we go over three real rivers, the snake, the mud, and the eel. And the farthest one is where the property lies, and the river is on the edge of the property, the Eel River. Right. And uh, so we decided to go down to the river. And I thought, being there for already four months and hiking and losing a lot of weight, that, oh, I'm a champion at hiking. <laughs> He's like, you sure you want to do it? It's downhill, but it's going to be like hell coming back up. Oh. And I'm like. He's like 65% downgrade. And I'm like, oh, that's no problem. You know, I could do that. Right. And so he's like, okay, well, we're going to go to the river. It's going to be the one beautiful rivers you've ever seen. And this river goes through a point on the property, limestone through limestone. And what limestone does to water is it filters it and it makes it crystal blue. You see the fish in it, the trout, the salmon, I mean, everything. And, uh, so we're going and we're going down to it and we get to a point to where like I'm getting tired from going downhill. I've never been tired from going downhill. Either. But you got to resist from going too fast or you'll lose your footing. Right. And not not even you're thinking, oh, he lost his footing. Oh, you're not even getting it close yet. No, no. So we're going down and we get to a certain point. And my cousin's all, oh, you got to watch out for these 45 marbles. And I'm like, 45 marbles? He's like, it's like 45 miles an hour once you get on these marbles. You got to keep on moving. And I'm like, okay, I went past it the first time to get down to where the river was. No problem. Got down the river. We had a beautiful time. It was swimming, jumping off the cliffs, uh, trying to catch the salmon in the, in the trout and stuff like that. Because they got brown trout up there. Real good, big trout. And, uh. We were like, okay, we've been there for hours. We've rung a lunch and everything. It's time to go back. And it took us two and a half hours going down here. So you can imagine two and a half hours going down here. That had to be over miles. And I didn't realize it when I'm doing it. Right. The calculation in my head, I'm just like, oh, the water, you know, I could see it from up there to the top. And it was crystal blue. I, I had to resist. I couldn't resist. You know, I had to go see it. Right. And we got down there, lunch, everything. And, and then it's time to come back. And so, uh, we were, uh, getting ready to come back and, oh my God, one step after another, I got more and more tired and I was already tired from resisting. Like you got to resist using your own muscle going downhill. Right. It's like holding your weight backwards at an angle, also 65 degrees. Right. In order to stand straight. And I'm tired and my legs in the front the calves and everything. The, the are burning. Are oh, burning. Yeah. Oh my God. And I'm like, oh, I got to take your first break. Then it's the second break. And we're already like, everybody else, like, 
Jessica, which is my cousin Ronnie's wife, and the two kids already, no, there was only one kid at the time, already made it up to the back to the top. And we're, we're sitting there, and, and uh, Ronnie's like, are you okay? You could do this, bud. I, I know you can make it. I'm like, he's like, it's going to be night soon. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, thanks for telling me it's going to be night soon. And so I try to make it a little bit faster and push myself a little bit harder. Right. But uh, I'm starting to wear down even harder. And we're, my cousin says, dude, we're three hours deep. Dark's coming on us. We got to get up here. We're, there's creatures and stuff that could get us or snakes or stuff. You know, we got to go because this is when they come out because they're hot. You know, and they got to go hide to these places that we're going through. And I'm like, oh, my God, now you're scaring me with, with snakes and stuff like that. And we get to this one bush and a deer jumps over the top of us down the, the hill. And I'm like, oh, I get shocked from there. And I'm like, oh. And we come to the 45 marbles. And I'm like, oh, I'm so tired. My cousin Ronnie just goes across them real fast. And I'm like, oh, I start jinxing myself. I have a thing. If I know I can do it and I push myself, tell myself I can do it, uh -huh. I can brainwash my own self into anything. Right. It's just a technique that I've learned to overcome stuff, you know, in life and everything that I do. I just tell myself that I can and will myself to do it. And I get ready and I just kind of step up. And I'm kind of going. And then I, next thing I know, I go across the 45 marbles and it starts losing. And I lose my fitting and I start tumbling backwards and I'm going backwards and flipping backwards. And then I'm like, I got to get straight. So I start getting straight and I'm still slipping. Next thing I know, I, I hit a tree and my face comes up. My glasses break. I get knocked out. And I'm like, I like to hear, rah, 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 rah. I'm like, what the heck? I've heard this noise before, you know? Right. I'm like, someone's calling my name. I know they are. So I'm like, I'm like, I can't see still though. And I'm like hitting my ears. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, okay, okay. I gotta get together, get together. And then it's my cousin Ronnie. He's like, oh my god, do you know how much farther we fell back down this hill? He doesn't ask me if I'm doing okay or if I'm alive or anything. And then we start both laughing, and I'm like, yeah, I'm okay. I know we're going to do it. we got to get back up this hill. I lost more than half the way that I had already made, and I already oh, made three quarters. That sucks. And so I get to the point to where I uh, have to go, and my cousin says, we're not going to go that way since we're already on this side of the 45 marbles. we got to go just straight up, and you're just going to have to do it. So... Going in fourth hour, fifth hour, sixth hour. It's dark completely. We're going through bushes and stuff. I'm feeling spider webs on me. And I'm just like trying to ignore it. This is the first time that I, in my life I learned to overcome. I mean, I overcome a lot of stuff, but never on my own. I, I learned to do it. And so I get there and we're going through bushes and stuff again. And all I can think of is was snakes like he talked about. And, and I think that deer that was a buck. The big old horn is going to get us, and there's bears around here, you know. Like, Lions, tigers, and bears, oh my. Yeah, really. But I finally made it to the top, and uh, we sit there, and literally, my cousin didn't let me know. Uh -huh. We watched the sun come up in the morning. It had been over 12 hours with falling and coming down that I made it up there, and we just sat there because he said, you need this. And I said, need what? He said, you'll see in just a minute, you know, and, and I started getting lighter and lighter. I was like, oh, my God, Rodney, are you serious? It took us this long? He's like, yeah, it took us this long. It took us all night to get back here. You should be proud of yourself. I said, I am, but I'm dead. 
we are still got a mile, two miles to get to the the our uh, wiki up hut that we built. And I was like, oh no! But made it back to the wiki up and slept for like three days. I was bush. Yeah. Explain the hut. Oh, it's like a a way to build a a, a shelter to live inside, and it you use uh grass strands and mud and wood to build up side of the walls and. And it's good to make it in an octagon shape because it, it defends itself from the wind good and won't get pushed down and it keeps solid. And then it's grass on top with more mud. And then uh, you build your own fireplace with rocks in it to keep it warm. How big, roughly? Like, give it a square footage. Uh, I'm just trying to... I'm trying to pay... From one side of the, of the octagon in the point to another point, uh-huh. it's like 45 feet. And it's got bunks, and, and it also got sleeping up because the heat rises, so you sleep up in the roof. Okay. So. So how tall is it? Good twelve foot tall. Okay, so it's good size. This one was. You can make them smaller. You can make them in any size, you know. And that's where they lived, right? Oh yeah, they lived there for a long time, and, and because one thing I think. Well, I'm gonna let you do it. Um, other than saying that, you know, they were the traditional oh, forest hippies. hippies, yeah. But I'm gonna let you go and explain that more in detail. Oh, yeah, they were hippies. They didn't believe they were off the grid, and they didn't believe in doing anything but what was in the woods and what you got from the woods and lived from the woods. Maybe go to town for your basic supplies like rice, beans, cheese once in a while, or a candy bar if they bring it back. But I could never make the hike. It was 65 miles, and once in a while, because it was off of uh, lumber roads, and you'd find truckers, they'd give you rides, but I never made it into town. No? No. And I stayed in the woods for six months, but and sometimes by myself in the middle of the night hearing wolves, and in a school bus, it was crazy when i get left by myself. How long would it take them to get to... Sometimes two days. And, like, I remember one time it took them like three or four, and then they brought all these people with them, and we had this big old hook scuba parade, and it was weird. Just okay, up. you can't you can't just go over that. You're going to have to tell that story. Oh, like drinking and, and smoking pot? It started at the beginning. Oh. So they they went to town. They were gone two days. They came back with people. How many people? About four or five. Okay. And were they random strangers or people they knew? Just random strangers. No shit. Yeah. Beautiful girl that I like too. Uh, okay, her, her name was Maya. <laughs> you remember the name? Oh yeah, because I took. Uh, <laughs> oh, I gotta tell it. Oh, because uh, I took mescaline. You know that's cactus buttons for yeah. you Indians out there, and they make you hallucinate. And so yeah. So they, how many you said there was? Five, five, five. So eight in total. With all of us, yeah. Yeah. Was it just like weed, or was there alcohol involved? Oh, there's alcohol, weed, uh, also mescaline. And how long was the party? All night until the morning. I'd passed out way before morning. Uh, <laughs> they were gone when I woke up. Hey, where'd the fuck go? <laughs> so. Now, was that a one-time occurrence? Or was yeah, it, it was a one-time okay. occurrence. But we still gathered with other people at other places, you know, multiple times. Went to, uh, oh, what are they called? Communes 
a couple of times we're friends and we also partied with I don't remember the Indians up there. I apologize, Indians or Native Americans. Sorry, because they pre cracked, but I learned different things from them and stuff. But it's it's interesting because I think a lot of people don't realize that in the Northern California area, and especially in the woodlands, there's tons of that subculture going on that people don't really know about. Right. And how long were you admit? How long were you in? that subculture how long were you off the grid? Uh, six months but i ended up being off the grid way longer than that because of the morals i just barely a year ago or two years ago got on the grid so i kept off of it still keeping those ideas but now i'm trying to modernize it bring randy out you know yeah i've been told i'm persuasive yeah you are <laughs> I, I, let me tell you this. This is part of the same story. Yeah, Only ahead. reason that I got on social media is because my brother's wife passed away and I felt really bad and wanted to know. I loved him so much and I knew he was crushed and I needed him and he needed me. And I still need him. Yeah, yeah. that was that was how you... Yeah, I didn't have a Facebook before that. Really? Becca tried to find me plenty of times and... And when Pops passed away, you guys tried to find me. You couldn't yeah. find me. Lacey accidentally remembered my stepdad's name and stuff. See how that just went tangent? Yeah. I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm in this weird mood, and I'm like, my brain is rolling on all cylinders. It's crazy. but You might not think it is, but it really is. Uh, I'll, I'll make him do something creative after this is over. <laughs> but, um, well, because, how do I say this? You you are a different person than which you know who you were originally, and you can still hold those values, you can still hold those thoughts, but you're you're now in the public eye, and yeah. though it may be minute to uh, because I'll be honest with you, I I have not checked to see how many downloads each show's getting. Because, you can do that. Yeah, I can. Oh wow! But I refuse to because I don't want to be. I don't want to get caught up in that. I don't want yeah. to get caught up into. Oh, we've got to make a better show to get more hits. I, I just like wanna, best it goes for me. Like I explained to you, if one day someone follows me because they 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 hit the show, I'm happy. Yeah, it makes me one person that my my thoughts, my words, my feelings got out to. Right, and that's enough for me. Yeah, I'm not gonna know what to do with myself when it's a million of them. Yeah, yeah, I'm shooting big. Why not? <laughs> I I was gonna say because lately around the house has been the the whole talk of Jaisal Moncon and and I know you know people kind of roll their eyes at me when I talk about it, but think about this, okay? When we were young kids in 1993, and I said one day we're gonna have a published comic book. Yeah. Okay. It was more of a fairy tale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like, you know, oh, we're going to do a, a convention is what I'm getting. You know, the yeah, similarity. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, but fairy tales do come true. That's yeah. what I'm saying. As long as you work at it. I mean, most of my life is a fairy tale. A creative storyteller, they call me, you know. Uh, and my, that's what my grandma said because she said I wasn't a liar. And I, I'm not a liar, but I am a creative storyteller, she used to call me. <laughs> But I've had these experiences, and in my head, they're 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 milestones. Kevin keeps on wanting me to do a timeline. David wants me to do a timeline. 
I don't want people to call you that K word. I forgot. It's okay. <laughs> but uh, I'm afraid to do a timeline. Why not? Because then, it, then it's gonna be like I'm older than I am in a way. You know what I mean? Because most of the stuff I've done and lived in my life, uh-huh. nobody at 40 years old has done it. I don't feel like I should still do more. And I, I mean, I am, but I don't know how to explain it. Yeah, yeah you're not young. No, I'm not. And I know it's it's like, <laughs> I was just talking about my gray today. It's getting terrible. I mean, now if I shave, I look like I'm what? 30 maybe? Yeah. Come on, give it to me. Yeah, I'll give you 30. All right. I wouldn't go lower than that. And I got a nice short haircut that makes me look younger. But when I let my hair grow long and wild and mad like I am, because I'm not shaving, fall's coming and I don't shave during fall unless I have to go to some convention or something or do something. And he's talking about wanting to go public, so I might have to get a haircut. We'll see what happens. Yeah. There's there's a lot of stuff that needs to, to go on. I know this month is not only with both the girls' birthdays this month, but uh, you know we've got two magazines going out this month. Veronica's One Shot, The World of Myth, plus all the other crap that I've got going on. So I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Yeah. So you might get away with it at least one more month. Yeah, that'd be great. So, all right, uh, let's see. Where do I want to go? It's it's always a uh, tricky. Nothing emotional. That's what I'm saying. That's that's. I'm not. I'm not gonna go there. That's yeah. that's why I said we're gonna have that the happy show. Yeah. So, with let's see. How about we talk about your harmonica? My what? Your harmonica. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about my harmonica. I'm an accomplished harmonica player, and that's not just saying it. I have never took a lesson in my life. But just imagine, and I have an app on my phone to actually learn the harmonica, mm-hmm. but I refuse to do it because I have an organic sound. I figure if I learn it, then I'll be like every other harmonica player. That's true. That is true. And I like the way I sound. I, although I haven't done it too much into a microphone, and I'd love to backlash it, but guess where the harmonica is? Oh, it's in the backpack. Everything that's important is in the harmonica. And I, I was just thinking about it today, this morning. I wish I had my harmonica, because it makes me happy to play my harmonica. That is how you know, kids, that Randy's in a good mood. Like, in a really good mood. If you hear him playing the juice harp, then you know he's in a great mood. Yeah. I was in a good mood today. I wanted to juice it, and then I was like, I thought, damn, backpack. And I got out of the habit of having a backpack and putting everything in it because I lost my last backpack that had everything important. Never got it returned again. So it's like, I can only imagine what women go through with their purse. <laughs> We're at her house and, and our stepmom, or my stepmom and his mom, uh, loses her purse. She freaks out. Yeah, she, but she does that all the time. Yeah, she does it. But for real, like, can you imagine a woman, like, in their perspective? That's the only thing, like, I think of like like goes bad, you know. It's like our wallet almost, but yeah, that usually my backpack usually has my wallet in it. But I carry a wallet now because I lost my wallet so many times on a chain. And I'm telling you, this chain, the normal person it weighs your pants down. I have to tighten my belt tight. My brother's like, "Why do you have such a big chain? You beat somebody up with it or something?" Yeah, I'm like, "No, you know, it just won't break. I've had a, a chain before, and this is the first chain I've had that." If it gets snagged on something, I'm pulling the doorknob off or 
breaking my pocket sideways and the wallet's swinging out on me. Uh, right. But it, I won't lose the wallet. Well, you're like me. You're you're due for a new wallet. My wallet. Oh, I am. It's it's the insignia on the outside is in the inside now on the leather from wearing it so long. Yeah. Right. But so. What uh? What else do you want to talk about? We still got about thirteen minutes left in the show. Thirteen. Lucky thirteen. Come eleven. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I don't know. Something just came to my mind when you said go it. Do it. I love to gamble. Okay. I think my life's been a gamble. What do you? What is your favorite? What do you? What is your favorite game? Uh, Texas Hold'em. Texas Hold'em. My dad never taught me Texas Hold'em. I learned it on my own. Oh, really? Yeah. But he taught us all 21. Yeah. And high-low card and a five-card stud, five-card draw. But uh, the money and how good I am because you can't – my brother would tell you, he's the only one that can read my face pretty good and know about what mood I am pretty much in that day. And he'll look at me like with your little beady eyes like, are you okay? <laughs> Is everything all right today? I can't read you really today. And I'm like – Oh, I'm good today. Uh, but uh, Texas Hold'em, man, it's a game. I'm telling you, game of strength, strategy, buff, cuff, muff. <laughs> uh, well, how much is the most you've ever won off of it? Uh, $1,500. Nice. And I was going to take that $1,500, but I thought it was more important to, to do it because I was going to join a tournament for... Tell the story. Tell the story. Tell the story. I was going to take the money and go into a big Texas Hold'em tournament. For okay. Hunt. Where were you at? I was at the Western Casino, or West Gold Western Casino in Bakersfield, California. In Bakersfield. Okay. Yeah, it's a card house. Okay. Uh, as long as you're not in Oildale, we're good. Keep going. <laughs> you know about Oildale? I do know about Oildale. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's a trip. Have we ever talked about this? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's only because you've been to Arkansas. Yes. <laughs> uh, I knew when I went to Arkansas, there was a village of people from Oildale. Oh, yeah. It was like, that's, yeah. Well, that's well, another whole story. <laughs> Let's go back to the game. <laughs> and so uh, I was at the Gold Westerns Casino or Card House, and I won, won that $1,500 or was going to join their $150,000, but I had been doing drugs and stuff so much that I had so many bills. I decided to do the smart thing and go pay all my bills, but I still had a lot of money left. So, of course, you know, I partied it down. Right. Got rid of it that way, drinking and stuff. I used to drink a lot, like, and it never affected me. Never. My dad either. We could just drink forever. Mostly beer I can drink, just keep drinking it. It's when I, I drink malt liquor that I get torn up. Yeah, but one thing that I will say is the more you drink, the more cans of beer you drink, the more aggressive you get. Yeah, so I try not to do that because I start thinking of all the bad stuff. Yeah. There's a happy medium that I know when I get it or whatever, I try to keep to it, you know. Because what is it? What? What is the, what are they, like 44s? What, what do you get? You know, the ones They're 25-ounce cans, but they're 10.0 each. The the, her, the earthquakes, but hurricanes are 8.1. So that's roughly, what, 50 ounces. 
that is, and I know that sounds like a lot, but I think that would be his max. I mean, typically, if he goes past two, that's when it really affects him <laughs> as far as like behavior-wise, uh, because at, usually he'll go and he'll get he'll get tipsy as he calls it, and then he'll go pass out, and that's pretty much it for the day. But like you said, you know, you go over that max and you start thinking about all the bad stuff and you get upset and there's just, yeah. yeah. So I don't know why that came up. I was just, cause it's me. It's, we ended up getting into who I am and you guys want to know more about me. I'm sure. And I'm not afraid to share anything shooting straight, buddy. Yeah. That, and that's one of the biggest things. That's the biggest draw that everybody. I'm not keeps... promoting that either. I had to say that. Sorry for cutting No, you're off. fine. I'm not telling people this is fun. Go drink, party down, whatever. If you have a chance in my family, I never had a chance to not drink. It was just part of our culture. We, we drank as a family and they knew because I hang, hung out with most of the major drinking people that I more than likely would be like that. You know, maybe it's in my genes. We never figured it out. You know, I just want you all to know that. You know, There's, yeah, well, I'm not even going to go down that rabbit hole. But yeah, very well said. Yeah. Very well said. Thank you. Um, So let's see. Um, Where, when's the last time you've gone gambling? What? Ah. Uh, I mean, have you done like Vegas? Have you gone to Vegas and gambled? Or? I haven't gambled. In a long time, I want to, and I don't consider bingo a gamble. Bingo's a waste of money. Yes, it is. It, it is, and I, I can just say it. Anybody, okay, this is coming from someone who, who majored in math and science, who understands the odds of chance, who actually took a whole freaking semester. About odds and chance. <laughs> if you win one game, you... Okay, if you... How do I say this? You play 200 games and you win once, that odd... You would think, okay, one in 200 chances. No. No, 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 no. It's no, 200 no. times everybody in the room. Yes. If they have that many cards, they got more. Per game. Yes. So you're almost better off winning the lottery than winning bingo more than once. Just saying. Yeah, we're just saying. I, I hate bingo. I have a deep, deep passion against bingo. My wife, God rest her soul, she loved bingo. I was like, why? Why? <laughs> but yeah. She loved bingo. Oh, shit. <laughs> this is a good, fun day. I uh, hope you guys all appreciate this. We're having a good one. He's got the biggest grin on his face. <laughs> My cheeks are hurting because I don't smile a lot. I frown more than I smile, probably. If you want to know... Crooked smile. Whatever. I was going to say, if you want to know the inside joke to that, email us at shooting underscore straight at jayzomon, J-A-Y-Z-O-M-O-N dot com, and say, okay, I don't get the bingo joke. And I will personally write you up a response. I will. I'll, I'll totally, I'll shoot straight with you. Yep. I won't, though, but you all know my, <laughs> yeah. you all know my email anyways, but it's uh, randyman2388 
at gmail.com and I just appreciate any emails. I'm also on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And I'm uh, getting better at the Twitter. So in case you're sending me messages, I don't know. I, I'm trying to get it or you post something. I sure do appreciate all my followers lately on Twitter. Yeah. I don't know if, if it means what I think it means, but do I get the other person's followers too? Because it keeps on telling me I'm getting their followers too. It's it's um no they they have to physically follow you. But they're giving out my stuff to yes, them to other people. Yes. Okay, that's what I'm getting then. Yeah. So there's a chance it's getting oh, yeah. out there. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, you're getting followers. I'm losing followers. I don't get it. Are <laughs> you really? I am. Jay said that too. He said he's losing followers too. Really? And and quite a few of his friends and him have started following me. Oh, really? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, a couple but, of his friends. Um, how do you know how many do you have right now? I don't know. That's what I say. Okay. I don't know how it works yet. Okay. I can look up there. It's at the top on your when you profile, view profile yeah. right? Yeah. You got to view the profile. You show me that, yeah. Okay, that's cool though. That's that's cool that his friends are following you because you again. Okay, I, I laugh. Because Either they're thinking like, the, what do you consider them? They're not. Are they millennials or what? No. They're millennials. They're millennials. Absolutely. They probably just think this is hilarious as hell, right? and that's okay. Whatever it turns someone on, anyway, it can be. You know? Right. I don't mind what reaction I get at. Criticism is criticism. Likes are likes. You know, yeah. Right? But all of them are attention to me. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right? Bad and good. Yeah. And I, I, I've been saying this for God knows how long. I mean, you can get it. You can physically get attention or attention. You can physically get addicted to getting a lot of attention. You can. Yeah. It's it's the whole. That's where because remember in face or not Facebook. What was before Facebook? MySpace. MySpace. I used it all the time. They didn't. You know, you you could. There was no like dislike button. Remember? It was yeah. Just, but then, um, what revolutionized? The social media industry was that, uh, whatever his name is, I can't remember his name, the guy that created Facebook, he came up with the idea of adding a like button. And when you like button and you clicked it, it would notify that person. And someone like, oh, somebody likes something of mine. And just that thought releases endorphins into yep. the body. And that is how Facebook beat MySpace. Because technically, MySpace was more advanced and more user-friendly than the original Facebook. Really? How interesting. And it was just all on that simple like button. <laughs> I love the like button and the share button and the post. Yeah, I... I Mostly motivational quotes that I go through and positive stuff is what it's pretty much all my stuff on. Yeah. I don't the only thing I post um is through mine is the kids. You know, I post a lot of on my kids. And hopefully, like I said, hopefully tonight I can get back in the saddle and start working out again and, and like I was, you know, posting, you know, my my um weight loss and, and Gym exercise, well, not exercise, but my, you know what I'm trying to say, my right. picks. Regiment. Yeah, but other than that, I, I really, I mean, and I'll go through and I'll like people's stuff. Right. Just, just it, it, when you like somebody's stuff, it, to me, it's almost like a stop by saying, hey, how are you doing? 
or giving someone a smile. You don't know what that smile that one day does something that maybe they were going to kill themselves or they were going to do something. You give them some kind of hope by just smiling at them. Yeah. My aunt used to tell me you don't know how many people's lives you're going to save with that smile or anything. So give someone a smile, even if they don't give it back to you. You don't know what it did for them. That was, that's one for you. Listen. So. I believe in smile therapy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I told my brother about that, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Going in front of the mirror and smiling for at least five minutes. Just keep smiling until you make yourself laugh. It works. Or, or kid, you can go and shave off your beard and look at yourself and think you look ridiculous and start laughing at yourself. And your way. daughter says something, Daddy. I don't like it yeah. either. <laughs> I learned it. I started messing up in the bathroom. I was all sorry. I didn't mean to listen. Yeah, no, it's fine. And he, he says, what do you say? Uh, I don't even remember what I said. You said, that's one thing about being a boy. It grows back. Oh. <laughs> I started laughing because she looked at you like... <laughs> <laughs> what what you're missing, kids, is that because of the whole Jaisal Modcast and and Randy can attest to this. I literally put my whole being in the Jaisal Modcast to make it. I think that's why it's flourished so much is because I literally put my soul into it. And it was like I stopped doing everything. I stopped. I mean, I didn't. I I had a beard. I never have like a full on beard. You know, I need a haircut. And it was just getting long and itchy, and, and I decided to shave it off. And, and yeah, my, my, my middle daughter, Zoe, she, did, she didn't like it. But, yeah, that, it's good times. So, But like I said, you know, and, and plus, I mean, let's just call, uh, call it like it is. Okay, I take hormones. It's called GAT. Randy knows it's it's like my my crack. I get up in the morning, I take a half a scoop, <laughs> and then in the middle of the evening, I take another half a scoop. Or if I'm working or working out, you know, I'll take a whole scoop. Yeah. And it's four hormones, so it, it, I grow a better beard. And plus, I'm Hispanic. On top of that, I mean Montoya, so I I I, I grow facial hair fairly quickly. Yeah. All right, do you have a, a saying this time around? Oh, yeah. Uh, remember, anything that you want to accomplish, you just got to go do it. doesn't matter what, when, how, just do it. That's awesome. And mine, kid, is Fuzzy Wuzzy was a bear. Fuzzy Wuzzy had no hair. Fuzzy Wuzzy wasn't Fuzzy Wuzzy. <laughs> We're out. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for stopping by. We just, it, this was a fun episode, you know. Yeah. Um, we just needed to knock it out because we, we record on Mondays. And because the kids are out of school and I was working on a few things. Rand had a few things going on. And like I said, he, he made us uh, some burgers. I had, yeah, they were I, good. I had some lettuce wrap burgers. Were they, were they good? Oh, heck yeah. Yeah, boy. Yeah, I had two of those. Mine were good, too. First one, I had a regular one, and the second one, I had a salsa burger. What's that? Salsa burger? Put salsa on the hamburger, and that's it. With mayonnaise and cheese in the hamburger. Uh-huh. It's a salsa burger, like almost like a taco burger. Oh. Remember taco burgers oh, from Baker? Yeah. Sorry, not promoting Baker's. Oh, if they want to, you know, advertisement, we'll put in a Baker's ad right here for you. Yeah. 
But yeah, oh we my. lived on that as a kid. Oh my god, I haven't thought about a taco burger in years. <laughs> I didn't either. Just now. Oh fuck. Oh dude, we used to. Okay, we used to go to the movies a lot. Um, as kids, we would we go to and and if the millennial Jaden's millennial friends were listening, they're like, "What are you saying?" There used to be a thing called a drive-in theater, kids. And what we would do is we would go in the car. Of course, we would ride with the adults. We were too young to drive. Yeah. But we would go. We'd stop. We'd get like, and I'm not exaggerating, between three and four taco burgers apiece. Because I think they were like 99 cents. I think they were cheaper than that back then. Now they're like a couple of dollars. But but they, I, I remember yeah. they put the crap on there. Oh, dude. dude it's like a big old scoop. Yeah. yeah, it's like eating a sloppy Joe almost, but with taco meat. I'm I'm salivating. I'm salivating too, dude. <laughs> oh. But we'd go and we'd get all this, and then of course we'd get a big soda, and we would drive into what it was called a drive-in theater, where car- you wouldn't get out of your car. You'd stay in your car, and you would watch. They they neither a you could tone the the radio station to the signal that was being sent out. Or you had the speakers that would hook onto your windshield. Or not windshield, but your, your window. Your side window. Yeah. And then you would watch a two-hour movie. Sometimes it would be a double feature. Double feature. And we would sit there and stuff our faces with, you know, three to four taco burgers and a big-ass soda. Then, after we were done watching the movie, and if it was a double feature, then we'd probably go run. See, we never played in the playground because Randy and I... We, we didn't grow up in the greatest area, you know. We, yeah. I mean, honestly, even, even then in the 80s, it wasn't yeah. that great. And we would always go and hit, like, and get, like, a big-ass popcorn for the next, you know, feature. And we'd set our asses down and start stuffing her. No wonder I was a roly-poly, you know. Me too. <laughs> Actually, I was just big old sick boy. No, I was a fat-ass, bro. I was. I don't remember you being fat. Just look at that one picture of us, Rebecca. You're not fat in that. No, I, I wasn't. I... Pre, pre-teens, I was, I remember, because, huh, I remember, Weird. I remember being bullied. I, yeah, I remember when that. I, when I was. I remember that a lot. Uh, oh my God. That's another story. Remember, remember how I, like, it was either you or Patrick being bullied, and I always ended up getting in the middle of stuff until you started realizing that you had a place to stand up and stuff like that, too. And then you started being like all of us because our dad made us brawlers. You know? Don't let my brother get you wrong. He's been attacked by multiple men at a time and beat the shit out of him. <laughs> he knows how to fight. And he knows how to wrestle very well. Even if you guys say WWE's fake, it still shows you how to do real moves. And I've done them on real people. <laughs> Ask my brother. We used to have our own wrestling federation. Yeah, we, Another story. Yeah, we're, we're going on a tangent. I was going to say, we used to... Oh my God! It's a it's a miracle that we're even alive. It really is. <laughs> oh yeah, none of that stuff was meant to really be done. No, but they, <laughs> we did it anyway. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, good times, good times. Yeah, life is it's life is a blessing. Yeah, it is. Might not ever remember it every day, but I still know it is. Only thing keeps me going. And you're the fun uncle. Yeah, I'm the fun uncle, and I get that now. I did, at first, before I didn't get it, but now I get it. Zoe, Zoe gets it now. I'm just like, okay, <laughs> all right, uh huh. <laughs> you know, what I mean? yeah. 
I don't, I don't deny that kid anything. I'm just like, whatever. Because he lets me be the fun uncle. <laughs> I'm like, all right, I get away with it. <laughs> well, it's, it, yeah, it's part of the game of parody. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thank uh, you for letting us go for a tangent. Yeah, I was going to say thank you so much. As you can tell, we just, we just wanted to sit down and bullshit for a while. Uh, um, well, I was, it was going to be a 45 minute show and we're going into 53 minutes, so. <laughs> yeah, and I need to smoke bad. Cigarette. Uh, are you not cigarette? I mean, cigar. Oh, okay. I, was, I don't smoke I, I was about to jump all over his I shit. Don't smoke I cigarette. really was. I think it's almost been eight, nine months now. I haven't had a cigarette. It's been a while. Yeah, and I know because, like, um, Stephanie Barty, who is the, the, the author that you're editing her book for, um, she's quitting smoking and I, I i don't know if she's reached out to you but i told i told her i said contact randy because randy's been there he already knows what's going on as far well, as i got some tricks to get rid of the nicotine out of your body fast uh i'll put it out on the radio so or the podcast so people know lemon juice and water at least one to two tablespoons in every six ounces of water i usually use a 64 ounce big extra large cup so I put about four tablespoons of lemon juice in that with water, and I drink it, and it connects with the the I want the molecules of nicotine in your body, and when you pee the the out with the lemon juice, it pulls out the nicotine. And it, well, it's a natural detoxer. Yeah, and it's a detoxer too for alcohol, you know, other things. It does it all. You got to be careful when you drink it too much because if you take medicine, I take medicine, and you can actually clean your body out of medicine and, and then go into like a a withdraw from the medicine that you need. Right. And that's one thing I was getting ready to say. I'm glad you brought that up is that you will detox your body, but you will still go through the withdrawals. Yeah. And that's, that's just something that there's no cure for that. You're no. just going to have to go through the withdrawal. If it's mental, physical or both, you know, I remember I quit, I quit drinking soda, monsters and cigarettes all in the same oh, day. Oh God, I need my soda every day still. And, um, I remember Rebecca, our sister, she's like, go get a cigarette. I'm like, why? She goes, you, you're acting like a bitch. I, I guess I was just like really, well, I was on edge. I was going through detox for nicotine and caffeine. And that's when I, I found that I, you know, tea. And tea's a lot more sometimes than, than some sodas. And I, my brother's on a good one all day long, <laughs> all night long sometimes. I wake up two, three o'clock in the morning. That's my normal time for waking up, and he's just going to bed or still up. I look in on him, you know, and then I go do my thing. And sometimes I go back to bed or I'll drink a cup of coffee, then go back to bed because coffee, coffee, and certain things do the opposite of right. what normal for people. Well, you have ADHD. Yeah, adult ADHD. And do you want to? Let's see. You you've got five minutes if you want to talk about it. Oh, no. no. <laughs> I'm good. Okay. I want a cigarette. Uh, or not a cigarette. I keep saying that. My my cigars are my cigarettes. Right. And that's more of just a... a Same. A, well, to it, keep me from like... Yeah. Knowing that it's not a cigarette. But... My Uncle Dean keeps on wanting to give me a cigarette. So I'm like, no. But you should know that he vapes. I vape most of the time. Yeah. Uh, once in a while, he'll have a cigar. Obviously, you don't inhale the cigar smoke because that would make you sick. 
but the vaping he inhales, and that's how he gets his nicotine now. Yeah. So. I'm out. I'm out to wait till Wednesday, so I know how much money I have, so if I know I could buy some or not. Uh, <laughs> is it expensive? It's eighteen ninety nine at the place I get it from. Oh, okay. And okay. I got different flavors. All right, I'm gonna let you get out of here. All right. You're you're getting fidgety. You, he literally pushed the mic away from him as we're speaking. I didn't even realize I did it. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, later, goodbye. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's like, no, punch it back. He's ready to get out of here. All right, kids. Uh, for this week, I, again, I appreciate you coming in. This is our number four, which means yeah. you've been coming in for a month and listening to us talk. And you're getting to know Randy, and I, I admit it was it was fun. It was fun to kind of break away from the seriousness and, and just laugh and have a good time and reminisce. And I swear to God, my next uh, carb splurge, I'm getting me a taco burger. Uh-huh. With that said, I am David K. Montoya. I'm Randolph Offer. We'll see you next week. Bye. I'm right here. Got to shoot straight. Right here, I gotta shoot straight. I'm right here, I gotta shoot straight.